You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hello, hello. Welcome to session seven. Thank you guys so much for being here, for supporting us at Literally and for loving on Allie during her journey. I just appreciate it so much. And I will tell you that today's episode definitely has a theme. So we'll just uh, get that out right up front. The theme is just absolutely self-trust. And I think this is such a cool episode where Allie really gets to reflect on how far she's come as it relates to that, but also reflect on how important it is in business, in life, and how much it impacts us. So I think this will give you a really, really, really good perspective in terms of how deeply it's ingrained and also really invite you to consider it for yourself. So I hope you guys get so much out of this episode. Again, self-trust is literally the thing that creates success. I know you're seeing that as a huge theme this season and it could not be more true. So I really hope you guys enjoy this. Let me know what comes up for you after listening. And again, thank you so much for being here. All right, what's going on? Hello, hello. It feels like it's been so long and it was just a week off. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's so crazy. And also weird to listen back to the episodes now. Yes, because it went live yes. too. How are you feeling about that? Um, I messaged you like, yes, obviously judgmental of myself, but wow, you really, your little clip-ins, they made me sound more put together than I ever thought I was. <laughs> Makes it all make sense, right? Yep. Yep. Especially since like, it seems so long ago that we had those conversations that I was like, oh, that brings a new light to it again. And also frustrating that sometimes I'm in the same spot as I was then. (laughs) Well, listen, it really hasn't been very long. So you got to give yourself a little bit of a break, right? Right. Yes. But also, like, I think that's one of the things that's so cool about doing the um, podcast is that you kind of get that reinforcement faster because you can really listen back to all of it too, you know? Yes. Yeah, it was good. It was good to hear it. And it was good to hear the same thing like said again, because I had been trying to practice it, but hearing it and repeating it is what I need. Totally. Oh, so good. So all the things, give me an update. Um, I know you also were sharing about like the gluten-free and dairy-free thing and the questionnaire, which I'm kind of loving. Oh yeah. So I told you like the arthritis in my knee, like the surgeon that I had gone to their office doesn't really seem to care about like a lifestyle. (laughs) Anytime my knee flares up and I can't walk or put any pressure on it, they literally just tell me to sit in a chair and keep it elevated yeah. Or use a cane or a walker. Easy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Not happening. <laughs> yeah. No shame in using a cane or a walker, but I'm still young and I have a six-year-old. <clears throat> so I decided totally. to go see a naturopath doctor, um, which of course, you know, I have to travel to because Nebraska. Um, yep. And I finally got the results from all of the testing. And it was just so interesting to like sit and have a conversation who... I mean, he never once talked about my knee. Like, that's not why I'm there. You know, it's just about whole body health and making sure that everything is like all of it's working together to heal instead of specializing just in, I'm going to put a shot in your knee. Right. 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 So, yes. The, Sounds a lot like the work we're doing in business. Oh, uh, well, and I told you, like, <laughs> so I got the <laughs> results and I had been joking because I don't really care much for cheese or bacon. Like, I'm so not American. So I was joking with my husband the whole time. I'm like, oh, I could give up dairy way before I could give up gluten. And then, of course, I got the results and it was give up both. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, Yeah. So at first I stumbled into the Alicia trap of contacting everybody, you know, that's ever had to like 
changed their diet and has ever been gluten-free and ask all of the opinions and where's the best place to shop and, you know, everything. And then I just started to tailwind. So I'm like, okay, stop. And I put on some music, <laughs> old school hip hop. It was a fun dance party. Obviously. And I cleaned out my <laughs> kitchen. And then I sat down and I'm like, all right, let's just check out Thrive Market. Let's place an order. Yes. And it was so much easier when I just was like, no, you've got this. And I'd been already meal prepping. So like everything that I had fallen in love with, it was like one little thing I had to change. Yeah. And once I like took that step back, I'm like, I've got this. I don't need to ask anybody. I don't need to go down that. I know what I'm doing. I just need to trust myself. (laughs) And it was, it was very eye opening to be able to like relate everything we had been working on to this, a completely different change, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so cool that you stopped yourself in the middle of that, right? Like where you could have like kept going down that road and kept asking a million people and then getting yourself super fucking overwhelmed and whatever. And to just like catch yourself in the middle of that and be like, this might be easier than I think. And I might totally just know the answer. And then to like feel that so empowering, right? So so amazing to see Allie really breaking that pattern here and noticing that, right? Like noticing that her initial reaction to something is contact everyone, ask everything, take all the courses, right? And so of course we're sometimes still going to default to that habit, that pattern, but really, really cool to see her notice that and shift it so quickly, right? Back to her own power, back to self-trust. And what I really want to kind of illustrate here is how when we work on something in business, when we have a transformation in business, we always bring that transformation to all the other areas of our life. That is literally for me when I think of a lit up life and when I think of what I'm so proud of with my clients is that anything we're working on in business, any edge we transform, anything that we shift is going to help them in so many other ways right? And really influence their life. And I see that so often have clients reflect that so frequently that like, well, we worked this thing in business. And what I really realized it's also impacting my relationship. And so I was able to shift there too. And so it's just really cool that, you know, Ali kind of has this new challenge in life and was able to approach it in such a different way. And so just know that any work you're doing in business or vice versa, any work you're doing outside of business, one will always benefit the other. So it is always so worthwhile and just really, really important to notice how it kind of transfers across all things like that saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything really applies to stuff like this. When we start doing the work on these things, it helps every other area. Okay, so this is the funniest thing to me is that I found this one website that was so informative and just amazing. I mean, she did like a five-week blog series on what you can drink (laughs) for alcohol-wise. I mean, it was just great. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. of course, you get a download and then it leads you into a course. And I'm like, ooh, maybe I need that. And then I'm like, stop. So funny. And again, like no shame in people selling courses. Some people need them. Totally. But I just know that like I would have gone down this very strict path where also looking at like my food sensitivity test, gluten isn't a high marker on mine, but it's more for the inflammation side. So I know if I need yeah. to, like, here's a funny example. We ordered pizza because I am not going to cook every meal. I don't like to. No way. We're going to find ways to continue the life that we lived. Totally. So there's very few pizza sites that have gluten-free, again, Nebraska. So I found one and then I like go to the allergy menu. And of course, dairy is a high marker for me, not gluten. The gluten-free crust has dairy in it, but their hand toss doesn't. So I'm like, I am making the informed decision to have the hand toss that doesn't have dairy, which is a marker for me. Yes. (laughs) And I'll just order it without cheese. It's fine. (laughs) Right. But before I would have like if I think if I would have gone into that course, I would have made everything so hard and strict because, Mm -hmm. you know, like I would have overdone it instead of just thinking like, no, this is special to your body. Figure it out. It's fine. Right. (laughs) Sorry that I'm telling you about ordering pizza, but pizza without cheese is fine. (laughs) No, but I think it's like just 
it's so empowering, right? To kind of be like, that was all within my power. I didn't overcomplicate it. I made it as easy as it could be. I chose the trade-off, like all of those things that you're kind of like working your edge on, like, and so cool to be able to see it apply somewhere else and to notice the difference in yourself. Like sometimes we need those things outside of business to really see how much progress we've made, right? Oh, by far. Like I made my husband go to a restaurant yesterday. So we started with Mexican. That was easy. You know, that's an easy end. You can still have tacos and yeah, chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, he was like, well, I can't have sour cream and I can't have cheese on my fajitas. And I can't. And I'm like, okay, but just don't order it with that. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to think about what you don't want. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it was so easy for me and I love him for supporting me, but I'm just, you're going to have to like, take it easy. Just, it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. All I need is cheese that doesn't smell like feet and my life will be grand. <laughs> just ask for what you need, right? <laughs> That's, I if, if you have a suggestion, I am all ears because the brands that I've tried, not good. Okay, so if anybody has a suggestion, please <laughs> message Allie. <laughs> I don't care about cheese. I can live my life without it, but my husband is dying, so. Oh, <laughs> it's nice that he's trying to do it with you, too, though. It is. It really is. And it's going to be good for our son, too. Like, he's so cute because we've bought, like, the gluten-free donuts and everything for breakfast. And he's like, is this gluten-free? Do I have to ask for that at school? I'm like, no. Don't Aww. be, don't be that. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's amazing though. I mean, like just to be able to like include them and to feel like you can kind of take your power back there and like, just really like own that it doesn't have to be super hard and it gets to be really good for you and really good for them. Right. Yeah. And I told my husband, I'm like, I don't want to jinx this as I'm knocking on wood, but it's been one week and it was way easier than I thought it would be. But also my knee has not been as wonky. Oh my gosh, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, that just gives me even more power in it of, well, now you feel better. You can do more things. <laughs> so yeah, to keep going is it's feeling good right now. Oh my gosh. So proud of you. So cool to just really be in that place where you trust yourself to do it and to see the results. And then of course, once you see them so much easier to keep moving, right? Yeah. And to make the informed decisions for me, not having to rely on somebody else to give me the extra. Yes. So, oh yes. my God, it's so good. And it's all based on science and fact. So, you know, that's right up my alley. That helps. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what else is going on? Feeling like oh. you got a lot done, feeling pretty yes. good with like work calendar, all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, I'm not feeling good about the work calendar, but it is laid out. <laughs> Feeling good that it's laid out. <laughs> yes. So I onboarded my project manager. And yeah. of course, like you knew my cl- calendar was a mess and yeah. we had talked about it, but I did it to myself with this whole no due dates thing on yep. like turning stuff in. Yeah. And it's again, my fault because I didn't like, as the homework came in, I didn't say, okay, you're fourth in line. Mm. I get this guilty feeling that if they ask me when it's going to be done, and we've talked about this before, but, oh, well, it's going to be done next week then. You must be upset with me. I better get that done. And mm-hmm, then I put mm-hmm. way too much on my on my plate and right. I overwhelm myself. So seeing it all laid out, like I have a few really rough weeks ahead, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel feels good. Totally. Well, I think also just to give you credit here to just own, like I did this to myself and I see why, and I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but I am going to make changes for the future. Like there is nothing more empowering, right? Oh yeah. I mean, when I was laying out this calendar, because of course, like control freak me, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better. So I onboarded the project manager. She sent me one. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't like that. Good for you. (laughs) And well, but this is the thing. Really, was there anything wrong with it? No, it was all me because I had felt guilty about these clients. What she laid out was probably what I I should have done. I thought you meant, I got what you're saying. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. So I sat down and I laid all this out and then I'm like, why, why are you doing this? Because you hired somebody to do this. So you didn't do this. But then when I like, started looking at, cause you know, I have projects from before and then I have projects trying or uh, moving into the new um, process, process, the new yeah, package. Yeah. 
And seeing those laid out, so exciting for me. Because I can see how the flow is so much easier. I can see how it's done in such smaller segments. So it's not so overwhelming for me and the client. Like, that's the best Mm -hmm. part, you know, Mm -hmm. like putting it on my calendar. I'm like, wow, look at that space. (laughs) So I was excited to see those new ones. It's just finishing up with the clients in the process that I had previously worked with. Yeah. And listen, like the whole point in business is just do we learn from everything without beating ourselves up, right? Mm. Right. So I think that's what you get to do right now. Like I'm going to have a hard few weeks. And so I'm definitely going to learn that I'm not going to say yes to all that shit again. And I've already changed my process. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to learn from it. But it's so empowering that you can both own that you kind of created it, but also know the fix. Know you don't have to be mad at yourself. Know that it doesn't really mean anything, right? So what Allie's talking about here, where she's really owning that she's the one that kind of created this mess with her client's schedule and saying yes to everyone is so important because what I see with my clients is that this is such a turning point in their journeys when they can really learn to own something and know that like they were at creation of it and they did it and really learn from it without beating themselves up. That is where the magic is. When we can really get to that place where we can kind of be an observer of ourselves and go, oh yeah, I see how I got myself in this. I see how I did that. I see how that happened. I see what I'm going to do differently, which of course Allie's already done, right? And I'm really going to own it and learn from it, but I'm not going to spend the next days, weeks, months, years beating myself up for it because that's what slows me down. So it's really that tension of I can own it without making myself wrong. I can learn from it without being unkind to myself about it. And when you can start hitting your stride with that, it is so easy to grow quickly in business because everything is about you know, personal responsibility and ownership and learning and improving versus everything being about you know, beating yourself up, feeling wrong, feeling like you screwed it up again, all of those things that keep us small and keep us moving slow. So really something to learn and work on in your own business. Like, can you find that place where you can own it and learn from it while also not beating yourself up for it? Yeah. And even talking to my project manager, I, I, I said it every single time, it wasn't the client that did this. I yep. did this. Yeah. I did this to myself. Like if they even once email me about when something's going to be done, I immediately turn that into, oh my God, they must be upset with me. I better get that done next week. Mm-hmm. It's I, I need to put like a post-it in the middle of my screen that says, nobody's upset with you. Yes. <laughs> right. And I mean, even, even this weekend I, I got, cause Obviously, I've been working through things, so I'm like turning things out and then they constantly want up updates. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing that they want updates. They're mm-hmm. excited. But to me, it feels like so much pressure <laughs> because I'm looking at my calendar of, oh, my God, I don't know. And I do. I have it laid out, but I just get so worried about, well, what if something's delayed? And then I tell them this date and then it's not going to work out. And so, yeah, I mean. I'm making progress, but I know that there is a lot of work there at the same time. (laughs) Well, listen, I think that, yes, that's true. But I I really think that you've (laughs) taken on the biggest battle is maybe how I would say it, right? (laughs) Like you've kind of overcome the hardest part, which is just owning it and having awareness around it. And that's like what you 100% have right now. Like you're in full ownership, like It's not something a client did to me or whatever. It's like something that I kind of created because I have this story in my head. I'm noticing the story faster and faster, and I'm not taking action that supports the story more and more, right? Right. And it is. It's completely a story. I mean, if somebody asks for an update, I like (laughs) tailspin that they must be upset with me, but then I'm sitting there and I laugh at myself. And I did this last night, but I just asked my project manager for an update. And I'm not upset with her or want to know where she's at and, you know, but it's so funny when it's directed at me versus me asking somebody else. So what you guys can see Ali improving at so much is really understanding the patterns, right? And when we can start really understanding the patterns, it's so, so much easier to interrupt them, right? 
And so it's really helpful for her to understand the why behind it and see the pattern that she thinks everyone's upset with her. And then that assumption influences all of her actions, right? And so now that she can fully see and fully identify that and understand the why, i.e., I think they're upset with me and so I take all of my actions assuming that, she takes her power back, right? She notices it more often and quicker. She stops making every action based on that because she's noticing where it's coming from and why. And so really, really cool to just see how much her understanding of this has progressed over these last few sessions, right? From where she would have kind of felt before, like, oh my gosh, everyone is genuinely upset with me to being able to come to a session and say, it's so interesting because I see this pattern. I see this story. I see this assumption and I see how it's influencing my actions. Like really, really big stuff, right? And so you can start doing that for yourself in your own business where you're really able to start seeing oh, it's not just a truth, it's a pattern. Oh, okay, I can understand the why behind the pattern. I can understand how my actions are then influenced by that and so on and so forth. You really start taking back your power and your ability to change and transforms just opens wide up. Yeah, totally. But you're catching it and you're not seeing it as truth. You're now seeing it as like, it's so funny that I find myself in this story a lot. Yeah. Yep. Versus like, it, even just a few weeks ago, I felt like you would have come to this call being like, no, seriously, everyone's mad at me. <laughs> I right? felt that way yesterday for like 10 minutes. But Yeah. And then what I did you do? You it. felt the feels. <laughs> right. Yes. yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's good to know that I can come out the other side. And I, it's, I don't know why I'm so triggered by that. Like, it's so, it's annoying to me even though I know I have to work on it. Like, it's not just going to go away because I said, okay, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, update. Apparently that's a trigger word. <laughs> update. Yeah. I think that the next step for you, I mean, because you have so much awareness around it because you're not making it mean stuff, all that. I feel like the next step is sort of just not getting upset when it, at, at yourself when it comes up. Mm. Yeah. You know, so like yesterday you felt it, you noticed it, you sat with it, you cried it out for 10 minutes and let it pass. And so it's almost like, how can I be like, oh my God, I'm so fucking proud of myself for like crying it out and just letting it pass versus like, why is this still coming up? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I should give myself credit for that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? You pretty proud of yourself? Well, it's, so ironic that today's journal prompt was talking about like the things you're proud of for the mm-hmm. actions that you've taken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously didn't write that one down, <laughs> but it's true. I you mean, didn't I write have... that one down? No, I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it because yeah. to me, I'm still in failure mode with that, but yep. I yep. have mm-hmm. came in such a long ways. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like I think that, um, you know, it's so cool to see that like, that was handled so differently. Like, I mean, just replay it really quickly. How would I have actually handled that before? Oh God. Yeah. I would have came to this call in a spiral of, I need to plan out my week better. I need, how should I deal with clients? What should I respond? I mean, I, I realize how far I've come, but then I'm also like, yes, it's not going to happen overnight. But in a sense, like that is that is overnight ish, right? Like I'm saying like to go from like in a few, the span of a few weeks to feeling like I would have come to this call totally spinning out to be in the place where you can genuinely say like, I caught myself. I know what's going on here is pretty epic, right? So really important to just take a moment. I know you heard me do it with Allie, but I really want to do it here too, to own that epic progress that she has made in just a few weeks and give herself such massive credit for that. But what I really want you guys to take away from it too, is not only do you need to stop and give yourself credit when you're making that progress, but I also want you to take away how fast things can really go, right? To see all of this progress and self-trust and how it's impacting her other areas and how she's pattern interrupting and how she's catching herself faster. In just, you know, a matter of, you know, a few sessions, a a couple weeks, maybe like a month, right? 
is really, really important because when we think of like, quote unquote, fast growth, like this is what fast growth is made of, right? It's like everything about how I was operating started to shift in, in the matter of weeks. Imagine what's possible, you know, four weeks from now, four months from now, etc. And so it feels like it's tough in the moment and it feels sometimes day to day really hard to recognize those shifts, like Allie was saying. But when she sees it through the lens of how she handled them, you know, food challenges and how she was able to um, notice this pattern with her clients and her calendar and all of that, you can really start to see how things can change rapidly. So if you're someone that's just like, why isn't it happening faster? I want fast growth. Like this is the stuff to start focusing on because it really is what fast growth is made of. Yeah. When you put it in those words. Mm-hmm. When you when you say that back to me, that makes full sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the new like level here, right? Or new path, or new set of of tools that you can cultivate is seeing that for yourself. Obviously, I'm here to reflect it, but you see what I'm saying in terms of being able to be like, oh damn, look at me! Like I am operating in this entirely different way, right? Kind of like the same with the gluten and dairy free stuff. How you were able to catch yourself and be like, oh shit, like I'm handling this really well. Yeah. Yeah. And when you really time it out and you're like, this is in a few weeks, like imagine a month from now. Right. I need a imagine hype two months from now. <laughs> Sitting on my shoulder telling me, way to go. How do we get one of those? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so true though. So yeah, that's like your, that's your new job right now. Yes. Right. Basically being like, how can I celebrate myself for this? How can I see every bit of progress along the way? It's also kind of funny because, you know, life, life brings to you what you need when you need it, if you're willing to see it. And in the Facebook groups that I've chosen to like really engage in and be consistent, there's been so many people talking about noticing your actions and taking the imperfect action and like being strong (laughs) in that and celebrating your wins. I'm like, all right, I get it. <laughs> How funny is that? I mean, the universe knows. It knows. And it's so true. And you're doing it. Yeah. Yep. Like literally you're doing it right this second. And it feels different, mm-hmm. but a good different. And, and you know, some of it is that you're getting your footing with it where you're just like, not used to it feeling different. Right. (laughs) Right. And I'm also really not used to like feeling like I'm doing something awesome. Mm. Like it almost felt conceited for me to say, wow, this has been way easier than I thought it would be. But my husband's struggling. Mm. Like I, I almost felt bad saying that. But at the same point, no, I can own it. It's okay. It's not like I'm like, nah, nah, I'm better than you. <laughs> Say more about that. Cause that's a pretty powerful statement. I'm not used to feeling like I'm doing awesome. I, I don't let myself, well, celebrate my wins. I, I haven't really ever let myself be like, yeah, you kick ass at that. That's great. Mm. And I, I think it's because like I've always worked so hard for everything that I have Mm -hmm. that then it almost felt like I was shoving it in somebody's face if I did that or, and I don't feel that way when other people do it to me Mm -hmm. or when I see other people celebrating their wins. Mm -hmm. But for some reason I've always shied back of no, just support somebody else and then help them. Yeah. Which leaves you what? Never feeling like I'm doing good. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So interesting how that is, right? It's like either I can show my husband that it's possible for this to be easier. Or I can meet him in that and we can both be Miz. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, and same with other people too, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Does that feel true or what comes up for you there? It does. And I know that it has, it has taken me to that place. Like, I can support them where they're at. And yeah. then sometimes I turn miserable because I'm stuck in that cycle instead of just knowing that I was past that and feel good about it instead of feeling like I need to, I don't 
I'm losing the words. Like, be in it with them. Yeah. Like, I can be supportive and be in it with them, but I don't have to be in the same place as them. Yes. Well, it's that self-trust thing, right? Like, I think that that's what you're really building here is that self-trust that, like, it's okay for me to feel different than someone else and I can trust my own knowing. Right. Versus, like, I think when you didn't have that self-trust, it was like, oh, I shouldn't feel good then. This should be really hard because other people are saying it's really hard or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So it really comes back to that self-trust of, like, it it actually does feel easy for me and I'm allowed to own that. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy that I can put that in context when it comes to what I'm eating. But I cannot put that in context to make sense for me in my business. And it's the same thing. Like, it's the same concept. I just need to own that and it will be fine. Tell me what part doesn't translate for you right now in business. Like, try to get specific there. (sighs) I I guess just knowing that, like, okay, so you're creating this process and it's going to be awesome. Like, I feel so good about it. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I still sit there like, well, it's probably going to need to have improvements and it's, which it's always going to, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm still questioning so many parts about it instead of just like, no, it's freaking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I guess, tell me what you mean about like the improvements. Like you think like it's something's going to get messed up or you just don't like the idea that you might want to tweak it or like what part about the improvements feels bad? Um, no, I guess I improvements was probably like a wrong word, but that's okay. Um, so like before, and I mean, this is the truth. I came to you saying, no, my process is rock solid. Oh, right. right. Mm. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't. Mm. No, it wasn't. I mm. had built a business that was not rock solid. I mean, yes. Do I love my business, but I was not loving everything that I was doing anymore. So I think that I still have this hesitation to feel good and know that this is really going to serve me and it's going to be great and I'm going to love it. And, you know, like, I feel like I still have that hesitation of, well, what if this is just one more thing that you're going to try? Mm -mm. Where I also can sit there and argue with myself about this of, well, imperfect action, take it. All you can do is the next step, you know, like you won't know until you do it. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think it just goes back to the self-trust, right? Yeah. Which is helpful to see because then it like demystifies it a little bit. It's like, can I just trust myself that this is the right thing right now? Right. And where I get really tripped up is feeling like, well, I can't trust me. So there's something outside of me that says, yes, this is the right process or no, this isn't. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Does that make sense? So when I say, can I trust myself that this is the right thing right now? What's the answer? It is. And I know that. Like I said, it feels so good to be building it. And like, I have a client already moving through it and it's just, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I've done the research to like find the right tools that I want to make it so simple. And I just need to stop hesitating and questioning Well, I think that's a good affirmation statement there. Like we can even write that down. Like I trust myself that this is the right thing right now. And so then it, it kind of helps because you're not saying this is the right thing, period. (laughs) Right. Because that's where all the questions pop up. But like, what if this and what if that and what if three years from now, blah, blah, blah. And what if I have to test it? But if I can just be in what I really trust is right thing right now then it kind of dissipates some of the other charge around right thing forever. True. What do you think about that? Yeah. And I I just wrote that down because that is something that I can repeat to myself easily throughout the day. And I'd already been kind of making, and I don't even have like an exact phrase, but like I'd been making comments to myself about that. Mm, Yeah. It's okay to do this right now. Like, you can sit in this moment right now. It's not forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm embarrassed that I'm even saying this. Frozen 2. Pretty sure you probably haven't watched it. But she has a song all about the next right thing. <laughs> oh, there you go. You just sing that to yourself all day. No, it's a sad song, sad part of the movie. But mm. it's there. <laughs> we'll just keep that. 
keep that in your back pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Good message. Good message. Yeah, totally. And I think that that's like always the point in business. I mean, you know this from having been in business a really long time is that it's always about doing right thing right now and trusting that if that changes, you'll figure it out too. And so you're just building up that trust with yourself. Like, along the way. So like, you'll do this and you'll see like, oh, that really was the right thing right then. Okay. That feels cool. And then you'll do the next thing and so on and so forth. And so it's really just that trust building exercise that you're kind of in the middle of, you know what I mean? Okay. So I really want to highlight two super important pieces here around the self-trust conversation that we're having. So the first is trusting your own discernment. Right. And so where Allie was having trouble, kind of like allowing it to be easy for herself, allowing herself to feel good is that if it wasn't feeling good for someone else, she didn't have the self-trust to decide it could be okay for her. Like her husband could be struggling and she could find it to be really easy. Right. Her lack of self-trust would make her go, well, he's probably right, you know? And so really cool to just notice that in yourself like if you really struggle to trust your own discernment and noticing if that's a self-trust issue if you can feel one way and have someone feel another and let that be okay or like if you feel good and someone else feels bad is your self-trust making it so that you're quick to make that wrong or decide you should feel bad too and then the other piece is that idea of trusting that something can be right right now versus right forever. So when we lack self-trust, we're really quick to think that there is one right answer. And if we could just find it, then everything would be right forever. And what we know to be true is that nothing is ever right forever in business, right? That's just not how the market works. You know, business is constantly changing and evolving. So What I have to start leaning on is trusting that I can pick the right thing for myself right now, right? So that idea of like, I can be right today and I can still make a different decision tomorrow becomes really empowering. And and it's hard for our brains to comprehend that a little bit because it kind of feels like, but if it changes tomorrow, that would mean I was wrong. But that's not true. Something can be right right now versus right always. You know, even if you think about branding and business, right? Because I think about that with Ali so much, like the brand I picked two years ago was right then. It's not right anymore. The website that just got released recently in my business is right right now. It probably won't be right in a few years, you know? So that idea of right right now is such an important concept in self-trust that you can start letting yourself lean on. And so hopefully that container really helps you all process that too. Yeah. And I mean, you even saying that to me, like brought up all of these memories of when Mm -hmm. I decided to move into online and branding and web design um, instead of stationary based and local, Mm -hmm. I didn't hesitate. And like, I remember my husband asking me, like, are you sure this is a good step? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't it be? (laughs) I know. So, I mean, Again, like everything that we have discussed the whole time, like it's also, okay, so that's why that happened. And that's why I have lost the self-trust, but it's, I can also remember when I had it and I just need to like bring back that feeling. Totally. And when you think about that, can you really like feel how you felt then? Like, does that feel like accessible? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I told you, like I had hired a coach to help me like work through this properly. And back then, like the funny thing that I, the only hesitation that I had was money and like what to charge. But I was never questioning like my services or the switch or even just moving online. Like all of that just felt so natural and I felt good and I wasn't scared and I didn't hesitate. Pricing was my only issue. So to feel that again is I, I, yeah, I welcome that back. Yeah. And when you can like think back to that time, it's almost like when you can access that feeling, you can like literally bring that feeling into your body. Does that make sense when I say that? Yeah, it does. And the more I can just be like, Ooh, I know what that feeling feels like. Like, let me literally bring that feeling into my body right now. Ooh, okay. Like it feels like it my stomach calms down and my shoulders lean back or I feel like a smile come across my face or whatever that is. Like 
it doesn't even have to be like it's fully attached to this thing that you're doing right now, but just practicing feeling that feeling can absolutely Mm -hmm. be a game changer. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. And yeah, it's something that I obviously really want to do moving forward. Yeah. Even today. Like literally today. Yeah. Yeah. Feels pretty good, huh? Sure does. What shifts in you when you feel that? Mm -hmm. I just feel a lightness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm smiling. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's exciting to me to know that like I can have that again and I can stop this stupid cycle of no self-trust and then questioning Mm -hmm. and then hiring. And, you know, like I have all of the tools and I'm, God, I mean, what? a month, two months we've been working together and I've come such a long ways, you know, like, yeah, I know that it's there and I know how close it is. So to have that feeling, I think would only amplify it more. Mm-hmm. And and to sit in that feeling often, right? Like it, then mm-hmm. it like becomes second nature almost in your body, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm used to feeling more excited. I'm used to feeling more light. I'm used to feel, right? Like, you know, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been practicing that all day and you're bringing that feeling to, um, the, the eating stuff, right? Yes. Oh, there's a lightness with it. I'm trusting myself. Like, oh, that seems easier than I thought it would be. So, so the more now you're feeling it in another area, now you're going to bring it into your body Mm -hmm. around business. The more you just practice being in that feeling, the more it feels normal and powerful and easy to get there. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, again, the whole eating thing, like every time that I started, like there was one day last week that I'm like, okay, I'm struggling. All I want is a candy bar. You know, like all the things I couldn't have is all I was thinking about. Totally. And I just kept saying to myself, like, no, this is easier than you think it is. This is fine. Look at you. Ah. Yes. How awesome is that? Yeah. And it was like, I got through the day. I didn't need anything that I had been saying that I needed. You know, I did order some brownie thins because I was missing my sweets, but you know, they'll be delivered on Wednesday. (laughs) But see, that's what's so empowering too, is like, and then I found a solution that felt good to me. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so that's really the trust piece in business is like, I trust that this is the right thing right now. And if something changes, I'll find a solution that feels good to me. You know, where it's like, what we're scared of is like, oh no, something will change and then it will feel bad again. Instead, it's like something might eventually change and I will be sure to find something that feels good to me. Yeah. And I think where I get so stuck is, okay, if something needs to change, my mind automatically goes to, and again, broken record, burning down the house and starting from scratch and like redoing everything Mm -hmm. where now I know moving into this process, I'm not burning down the house on anything. I'm tweaking the website portion of my process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And before I would have never looked at it that way. And now I know like I'm finding the right tool. I am just making small changes to make it work. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of feeling that overwhelm of, oh, it's going to take so much time. I'm going to have to start all the way over. I don't <laughs> even know how to get there. Who should I hire? You know, like. Right, right, right. It's basically like the same thing with like the dairy-free, gluten-free thing. It's like, I can decide that this process is going to be really hard and I need to take five courses and call everyone <laughs> right. I know and put all this work into it. Like, or I can clean out the fridge, put a Thrive market order in and rock on with my day kind of thing. Right. Well, and it's so funny because I do really like to do my research. So I've done my thrive market order and now I'm doing hungry root as well to see which one I like better. (laughs) (laughs) Right. See, that's fun. So you're like incorporating a way that feels good to you to do that though. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's been almost fun that I could take ownership around it and figure out my own way. And I, yes, again, just to relate that to business. Um, really fun to be able to do it your own way, right? Yeah. Yep. And so that's even a good piece of evidence here too, which is like, okay, so not only can I assume that I'll always figure it out, I can actually assume that sometimes figuring it out is really fun. Yeah. 
I, I don't need to think everything's going to be hard and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It can be fun. Yes. And Darn so same it. thing would be true in business, right? Like if eventually I want to change something, could I assume that that might be really fun? Yeah. Yep. And it can be. Mm-hmm. And I know that because even researching like the one tool that I needed to collect content, I had fun going down the rabbit hole looking for these things and like comparing because I like to do those things. Yes. Right. <laughs> I like to read up on it. I like to know what's better and what, which one has better. Um, oh, I'm losing my mind today. You know. Mm. Nope, you don't. And mm-hmm. I can't, it's on the mm-hmm. tip of my tongue and I cannot say the word. Better. Like ease. More ease. Easier no. customer interface. I don't know. You know, like the things that it can do. More options. Mm. Yeah. You know, that was a hard word. Okay. That's not I got the one you. I was trying I'm to think I'm picking up what you're putting oh, down. God. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah. Like the different capabilities that it has. And oh, like yeah. Yeah. Which one would be better fit for my solution to keep it easy versus, oh, my God, it has all the bells and whistles and it can do all these things. Great. I don't need all of that. <laughs> and I don't want to learn all of that. Right. Mm. Right. And it's been interesting, too, because um, so we had worked on like my process document with my project manager and like a lot of the comments were, um, yeah, I think like that could be easier. Let's take that out and just leave it here. Yeah. <laughs> and it was more mm. of only because I don't want to go somewhere else to get this. Like, I just want it all right here. And I want the client to know it's all right here. <laughs> yes. And I can just ask for what I want. I don't have to assume that it has to be hard. I can always be asking for like the easier option, right? Yeah. And nothing that she had put together was hard. But for me, it was blowing my mind of like, oh, that's just not the way I would work naturally. And my first instinct was, well, she might know better. Mm. And then I sat there and I kept like reading through it. And then I was like, no, you know what feels better to you because you're the Mm. one going to be using this. So then I Ah. went back and left the comment and I almost kind of felt bad. But then I'm like, no, no, no. It's your process. You have to work with it. (laughs) Oh, my God. How amazing is that? Yes. She's, and she's so great. Like, I'm so excited for this to be laid out and get set up in ClickUp and rolling with it all. So then I don't have to feel that uneasy. Oh my God, somebody asked for an update. Well, they can see it. It's in ClickUp. <laughs> okay. So I told you guys that self-trust was going to be the theme, right? So here is another piece of that, right? Which is having fun and trusting yourself in the process versus assuming someone else should know better. So just how we were talking about that before with like, you know, because it's hard for someone else, it doesn't mean it's not allowed to be easy for you. Like they don't actually know better. Same with what's happening with her new project manager, like really finding that edge where she's like, wait, no, she doesn't know better necessarily. Like I know what I need and kind of reestablishing that habit. And you guys, the same is true for anyone you hire in your business, including a coach. Like when you put it out there that someone else knows better. And so you have to let go of truths for yourself to fit into that. You're going to feel bad, right? With all my clients, they know what's best for them. I can give insight and reflection and show them things, right? Like with Allie, right? Like I can show her over and over how the self-trust is the thing, but she gets to tell me what feels good, what doesn't, right? You're going to see a part of our coaching after this is that she knows what's right. She's just struggling with that. And so I'm here to reflect that. But ultimately, anytime you're outsourcing your own power or you're outsourcing, you know, knowing what's best for you, you're going to feel bad. So when you can have more fun and trust yourself in that process and then get your team to support you around that, whether that's your coach or your project manager or whatever, everything will feel so much easier, so much more in alignment and so much more fun, right? So really good reflection here. If you do that habit, if you often find yourself thinking she must know better, my coach must know better, my project manager, my husband, whatever, such a good opportunity to reflect on that and notice how you can trust yourself more in the process. Something else that's really helpful to note there too, is that like, you think she's amazing. Like 
you love her. You're so happy you hired her. All things are good, but you're still going to ask for changes sometimes. (laughs) Right. So that's just like really good for you to keep seeing and building that evidence on the other side, right? Of like, oh, that's so funny. I'm like singing her praises and at the same time asking for changes sometimes. Like one does not equal the other not being good, right? Right. And so then it's very likely that my clients are the same with me. Like they might have feedback or ask for updates or for changes. And it probably means zero about how they feel about me. Uh, it's so funny that you bring that up because I had just done a brand, you know, and like the changes that were sent back were just like short, simple to the point changes, which is also what I asked for. Right. Like I asked for that. And then when it was like finalized and approved, I got this. Okay, I'm off to cry with my box of tissues. I love this so much. I can't believe how great this is going to be. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, an ounce of that would have been helpful earlier. <laughs> That's so funny. And I, I mean, it's it's those words of affirmation that I love. You know, like that's what I thrive off of. But it was mm-hmm. just, it's so funny that like throughout the entire process, it was concise feedback. Exactly what I asked for. Apparently, I need to change that to be like, Toot my horn and tell me I'm special. (laughs) Concise feedback with layers of, uh, uh, oh my God, compliments. I was going to say critiques. No, with layers and layers of compliments. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's cool. (laughs) It's so good for you to keep realizing that though. Like, I think the theme of this call is that you're so in so much more awareness than you've ever been. And it makes it so much easier, right? Like you're totally aware of this. Um, idea that like you asked her for that. You're aware of yourself when you're telling a story of like, you know, whatever, everyone being upset with you. You're aware of like noticing that you're trying to kind of decide the process forever. So all of this is like the hardest part is just being like super, super aware of what's happening. And that's exactly what you're saying here. Like, oh, I'm aware I asked for that. And it's so funny that I'm making a story up about it which is just light years ahead of where you were when it felt like, well, I'm making everyone unhappy and that's just a fact, right? <laughs> Truth. Yep. <laughs> I feel like this call is just basically like, let's just celebrate like how awesome you are. <laughs> Very uncomfortable with that, but we can celebrate. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we do have to talk about maybe getting rid of a client as well as oh. like, are you going to bring on a design VA? Are you going to get rid of that client? So let's make sure we talk about that too. But like, also you're just awesome is the point. <laughs> Yay. Um, it's not just a client and this is the hard part for me. And this mm. has probably been years in the works. Okay. It's most of my local clients, mm-hmm. which pains me. And then I get this like guilty feeling because they have been with me since I opened, you know, and Mm -hmm. I have served them in so many different capacities, but they are also very used to, Hey, I need this new flyer and I need it in three days. Mm -hmm. And that's how I've always served them. Right. I Mm -hmm. also have never raised my prices. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So It's hard for me to continue to rearrange my schedule or work extra hours to fit them in Mm -hmm. because I feel guilty because they have supported me. Oh, my God. I feel so terrible even saying these words. Mm -hmm. You feel Mm -hmm. terrible because you feel really bad that they supported you or you feel terrible that that's keeping you stuck? I feel terrible that it's time for me to move on because mm. they've supported me. Like I feel mm. indebted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you the first thing that comes up for me, which is, I think that potentially the answer is just to go to them and say like, Hey, I'm raising my prices. They're this. If you want to, continue to work together. Great. If you don't, like, I wish you the best, but like, notice how for you, like, that doesn't even feel like an option almost. <laughs> nope. Not at all. <laughs> right. Like, you're just like, well, I'll just have to leave them, you know, kind of thing. I'm teasing you, but right. Like, because it, it, the discomfort of just like going and saying like, Hey, my prices are going up is so much greater. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And I think it's also because, all right, like local. What I would charge for them, like my normal prices, mm-hmm. it's not that my talents aren't there. I'm not saying that. But also what they're getting, they don't need to pay that much. Why and that's that not your decision. Yeah. I, I know. I was just going to say that. Like, I was going to say that before you can say that. Like, it's not my decision to make that for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> you have no idea the back end of their business, too. Like, just notice how we, like, make up all these stories. You're like, because they're local, I'm, I know this, and it must mean this, and I must know that. Like, they might be, like, happy to pay three times that. Who knows? Like, it's a, either way, it's fine. But, like, it's just noticing how we make up stories and get ourselves stuck, almost acting like we know their P&L kind of thing, right? <laughs> well, true. Yes. <laughs> so yeah and also it's like really empowering for you to offer them a choice like hey this is where it's at here for you or here to like you know amicably move forward but it's then it's like really like this mutual thing right versus like I'm going to them saying never again kind of thing right right and I didn't want like I didn't want to do that but I had reached out to another girl that I know in town that was doing design that I had worked with previously, but she's full with clients. And like, I'm just so picky about, because they have supported me for so long. Like I want to be prepared and like set them up with success. And you know, like, again, that's not my, really my responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can give them referrals, but I don't need to be like, here's my client on a gold platter. Call me and I'll love them. (laughs) You don't even have to give them referrals. Like, I'm not saying you can't if you have right. some, don't if you have someone in mind, but I mean, yeah, it's like not even your job to make sure they have a referral, right? Yes, and I've put a lot of pressure on doing that, and I I should re- like remove myself from that and just say like this is how it sh- will move forward. Hmm. Yeah. And really, again, I think it's just trusting that they're like empowered adults on the other side of that. Like they're business owners, like they can decide what they want to do from there kind of thing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not like they're like completely disempowered and can't be like, okay, cool. We'll go source a new designer or whatever. Right. (laughs) True. Yeah. So, I mean, can we just do that? Can we send a, Hey, in the next, and we can give a timeline or whatever, like in the next 30 days, my prices are raising to X. It would look like Y. Here are your options, right? I'm going to need like 60 days to process that. (laughs) Mm. You're like, no, I'm going to put it on your to-do list Mm. and you're going to do it. (laughs) I don't know if that story is true. (laughs) I think if you waited 60 days, it would feel so much worse and so much more built up in your head, to be perfectly honest. I know. And this has been coming a long time. Like, Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are teams, mm-hmm. so it's even harder to manage because there's different moving parts, and then there's extra right. proofs because, oh, right. somebody else from the team weighed in. So I've been feeling this for a long time. So, yes, mm-hmm. you're right. I probably just need to rip that Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. Oof. Right? I trust myself that this is the right thing for right now. You also totally do right like you you're factually saying you know this is the right thing I do know yes and so it's taking the action that is killing me well it's separating out the self-trust from the fact that it's going to feel hard so for you it's almost like when it has felt hard you've made that mean you shouldn't trust yourself to do it true right versus like I fully trust that this is the right decision that does not alleviate the fact that it will suck. (laughs) (laughs) But it also doesn't indicate that it's the wrong decision, right? Right. So self-trust is I'm making the right decision, even if it's hard. Yeah. Right? Versus like it being hard is an indicator that I shouldn't trust myself. Right. What do you think about that? Yeah. And like I said, there's a huge difference there. And it's the story that I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. 
This season is all about the stories that I tell myself. <laughs> well, we should change the podcast name. <laughs> the stories we tell ourselves. <laughs> yep. Um, and listen, it just is going to go back to what your fear is, which is that they will be upset with you. Yes. That's all it is. It's just going to like kind of trigger that stuff. But again, like since you're getting so good, I like noticing it and seeing it. You can kind of just be in awareness of that. Like, oh, it's interesting. I notice how this really triggers that idea that they're going to be upset with me. That is my own stuff. That is not necessarily true. Right. Right. So really, really important to look at what's happening in this conversation around the price raising, right? We know that, you know, Allie kind of wants to avoid that conversation. Of course she does. It's super uncomfortable in so many ways to kind of make it about us, own that we're raising our prices, own all of that, right? But what's really important to see here is that you can hear how much she knows that's the right decision. You can hear how certain she is that it's the right decision. But where she would have gotten tripped up in the past is that because it feels hard, because it feels difficult, because it feels like someone might be upset, that there must be a different option here, right? So do you notice how we all do that? Like if something feels difficult or like we might upset someone or whatever, we're quick to be like, well, then I must have to do it a different way. This must mean it's not right. Someone else must know better, right? Versus like, well, of course it feels hard. I've been with these clients for a really long time. And as much as I know this is right, it's going to feel hard to sever that, you know, like any breakup, right? It, I don't know any breakup that feels really easy, even if you know it's right. For me, certainly that was true when I got divorced. It, I absolutely knew in my bones that it was right and it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, right? And so just noticing how you can still trust yourself even when it feels hard, even when it feels difficult, those are not markers that you have made the wrong decision, right? And so, so often we do that in business. We think if something feels hard or tough or challenging that we have made the wrong choice and we shouldn't trust ourselves, but that is not true. So I really hope that this just gives you permission here where the the name of the game and how we win and move forward is trusting that we're doing the right thing even when it feels hard instead of only if it doesn't feel hard. If you can really lock that in in your business, again, this is what fast growth is made of because you move through the hard things so much faster and you trust yourself more and more along the way. And that's how you skyrocket your results. Yeah. And I got an email from one of the clients yesterday wanting this brochure. And I mean, even reading through the email overwhelmed me with trying to organize it to understand exactly what was happening mm. with the project. And then there were like additional parts that somebody else needed. And I'm like, okay, I've just spent 35 minutes trying to figure this out. I don't mm. even know when I can get this on the calendar, quite honestly, right. that I've just beautifully laid out. So I know all of the due dates. <laughs> right. Mm. And it just instantly came up of, yeah, they could get this so much quicker somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And also they could be served so much better with someone that they could go talk to in person mm -hmm. instead of, I did not understand the email at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think that that's what they need. And I just need to be honest about that instead of me telling myself this grand scheme of who else could they work with? Yeah. And again, I think first step is just saying like, hey, my prices would be going up to X to accommodate for all of this. Right. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't have to be jumping to. And here's what you need. And let me make it about you. And here are all these different things like what I need is to up my price. And then if that doesn't work for you, we can talk about other needs from there. Mm. OK. Does that make sense? Mm. Yes. And this is such a like great opportunity because everything in you is going to want it to be about anything other than like, it's time for me to raise my rates because we've been working together for like a million years kind of thing. Right. Yep. Yep. Don't like to have that money talk. Uh -uh, uh -uh. But, but you're going to have it because it's going to be the growth edge, right? It is. You could totally get out of this and not do it. But if you prove to yourself like, Oh, I can have the money conversation. Actually that went really well. And it was super easy. And like, 
we all feel good about it or whatever. Like that evidence building is just, there's nothing better than that. Yes. You're right. Yay. You're always right. I mean, you know, sometimes. (laughs) In this case, I think I might be them. Yes. Okay. So maybe this week you'll send me a draft. I can. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. And then we can get that sent. Yay! Look at you! Yep. You're like, I'm going to go through up now, but yep. I might, yeah. No. <laughs> so proud of you. You're doing so good. You really are. This is going to be big, and I think this is going to be very freeing. I think that and this is like a side note, but you're the first coach that I have worked with that has told me to focus on my needs and just sending that and letting them be the adults. I think everybody else has always led me to, okay, now send them five referrals that you trust. So you know that they'll be taken care of. And you know, like, and that's why I think I was spinning out on it more too, Mm -hmm. where you just made it a heck of a lot simpler. And then next steps, we don't, I don't need to plan for the next steps yet. Yeah. And listen, it's not that we don't care about the client or ever make it about the client. It's just that that's been such a, such a piece of too much focus for you that we almost have to go in the opposite direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just you putting it that way, I would have spent so much time having so many different conversations to find this, these referrals or this <laughs> list and who knows if they even wanted them. You know, like <laughs> So funny. Yeah, totally. They might be like, actually, we already have someone in mind or in house or what? Like you don't yep. know, right? Great. Yep. Amazing. I'm so proud of you. Let's totally just focus on what you need and what feels good for you and the rest will work itself out. Yes. Thank you. You're so welcome. All right. Keep me posted. I'll put this in base camp and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.